I'd like to welcome everyone to tonight's shir. <coughs> all the men here in the shul, all the women, everyone joining in on the phone and watching through the stream. I'd like to bring Ashikach to the supporters of tonight's shir, Be'elam Shem, as a schutzer for Shleim and Bakara for Peril, Esther, Baschava, Besoich, Shoch, Holy Yisrael. I have the great school sponsoring a share call, Irgenstur at Tara, 718-851-8651, or email ist at yeshivanet.com. Tonight we have the cover to have with us once again, Rav Yosef Weiner, Shlita Rovk, Hashar Shemaim, Wesley Hills. I'm asking for guidance, bring help, potential, power, and parameters of our tefillahs. We cover the corner by Weiner for tonight's drasha. To see everyone, Baruch Hashem, always a member every year, coming in at the last minute because trying to organize and involved in the Simcha and everybody who puts months and months of work into this. I know because we start making Hachanas four months ago. So it's uh, very appreciated by the Klal and certainly by me. Tonight's topic is going to be covering a lot of various things about something we do three times a day and always needs chizik and what we fit into an hour if you know from past years and decades usually I try to take the sugya that I've already given for about six months a year a year and a half and condense it into one hour somebody reminded me just last night calling to ask when the shear was, so he asked me if I'm bringing the safer, which uh, I didn't, actually Jay did, but uh, he did the schlepping, wherever he is, there you are. So if you recall here, about uh, five, six years ago, I gave a chazar and chukasem l'salechu, that was over 80 or 90 shear, and people, give hakar satayv, asked me... Uh, a very important topic. All the topics are important. When are we going to have a safer on it? So, Dane, Corona, and everything else back and forth the last number of years. I worked on it, and it's over there. But it's due to the alum that kept uh, asking about it, and I promised it last year and the year before. So now it is uh, Baruch Hashem done. The sugi is not done because, for good or for better in America and Gullus, it's uh, getting more exciting as we go along. As I warn in the Sefer, just make sure you go through the first 290 pages first of the Sugiya before you get to the short Shailas. Otherwise, you're not going to understand anything. So that Azhara is repeated a number of times in the Shear. And if you need the audio to help you, you can find it on uh, terrorstream.org, like everything else. This Sugiya that I'm going to try to condense to an hour, at least touch upon some of the things that need Chizik daily in Dafka for the three weeks. Nine days in Tishabov is Nogayat to various aspects of uh, Tvila. We're six months into this sugya. So they're already on the system about 50 or 60 shirim of these. So if I speak too fast, if you didn't understand what I said, please raise your hand. 
if it's not get to this right now, and if you're wondering why I didn't elaborate on it, it's because we're going to try to touch upon 40 different uh, points. And I would say do justice to hopefully all of them, but really to none of them, because everything requires chizuk, further hezber. And um, you came last Shabbos afternoon for Shir, so you now have to come back because you came in the middle of Vesugia. But Baruch uh, Hashem, at least I uh, don't have to wait a year for many of you. So let's begin. Some of this will hopefully be Ein Mezarzen El Mezarzen to give us chizuk and to remind us a lot of this as I learned the sugyas and prepared for the shirim. you would think tefillah, how much can you be mechadish and tefillah? It doesn't have to be a chiddish. We have to point out what we're already doing three times a day, but often glossing over. And you don't have to be such a big balmadrega to take some of these things and just apply them like in an hour from now for Mayrav and tomorrow for Shacharis and for Mincha. It's easier said than done. Some of the material... I'm going to repeat this when we get there, hopefully in 20 minutes. Some of them sound like somewhat lofty madregas. You start bringing down a nefesh hachayim and a mabit, and other very famous makaris. So people right away say, we're not in the madrega. So you probably heard this from me before, but there is a particular issue. If we keep repeating every day, right after Medani and before Mincha Meir, we're not in the madrega, we will not be on the madrega for anything. So every time you mention anything that has to do with Kedusha and raising the Kavana, they say, well, we're not in the Madrega. We're not in the Madrega, but we can't keep drilling that in because we're going to strive for 5% of the Madrega. And that's an important message for Kavana Sintvila. The Shia is not going to be about the Nyanim of Kavana Shem Hashem Alpinister. It's hopefully going to be very practical, not that that's not, but for much of that, we're talking not in the Madrega. We're talking about trying to strive, not every time, not all the time, to actually recognize what all 18, 19 brochas of Shemona Esrei are really about and why they're speaking to us and why they're just as Nogea, as we will hopefully get to before midway of the shear, we'll actually take a brief glance at something you all know by heart, but like myself and everybody else who dhammas all the time, it's a challenge to figure out what we're supposed to be having in mind. Ashikanesla put in all the kavanas you can ever need. So if you had Pashup Shot and Pirish Amilis, you'd be fine. We don't even do that often because as we will uh, describe, the Shmanasa hopefully starts off with a bang in a positive way, because you really have to have Kavana by the first Bracha of us, it's Ma'akev. And if you messed it up, you can't really go forward, but you can't stop. And Lamaisa, we go forward, but that's a different move, not for tonight. And then uh, after some of the highlights, a lot of it becomes a blur. So let's begin with the Machlekes, the Rambam and the Ramban, because I first want to point out it's not such a Machlekes. Everybody brings it down, the Rambam and the very first halacha. The Rambam says a mitzvah deraisa to Davin at least once a day. And he brings it from the Pasik about Aveda. And the Ramam holds that the Pasik is Pashapshat referring to Tfila, besides general Avedis Hashem. Pia Shemu Amru Shavedizu he Tfila Shanamar, 
Lavda Bachalavavchem, Amrchamim, Ezu, Avesh Valev, Zuhi, Tfilu. Rambam goes on to describe the minion of Tfilu is three a day, or the additional Musaf and Meila are Midra Banam. Tfilas Ivris, whatever the sugya meant by originally being Rishus, now it's a chayva certainly for men. Hopefully we'll get to some of the chayivim of the Nashim Sidkani is later. And the Ramban holds that there's no chayiv daraisa even once a day, but there is a chayiv daraisa be'es tzara. How to define eight tzara we're going to try. It's not an exact science. It's really what it means to you. And people have different needs and different desires and different uh, panic buttons of what they're going to hold an Asara is. And a lot of that is kosher and legal. But the Ramban holds what triggers the Chiv Dereis is Asara. That could happen once in a while, but could happen many times a day. I would say Leilenu, but we're going to discuss a lot about the Ruchni as Dik Asara. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to recognize that you can't be so easygoing about not reaching benchmarks the madregas that you're supposed to be working on. And that surreal sir, the fact that you davened and learned a little bit, is not nearly enough if you could be doing a lot more. And that might be an ASR itself. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. But however you define ASR, ASR is the trigger for the Raisa. Ramesha says clearly in the Truva that many agree with this that the Rambam Lechera would agree to the Ramban that Eitzara triggers the Dereza. So the Rambam is simply saying that putting Eitzara aside, every day there's a Chiv Dereza, once a day, and three times a day, Midur Abonim. Ramesha, different Shuva, talks about prayer in public schools, almost like a different era. Prayer in public schools have a far bigger issues that they're not doing and denying, and uh, it's never been, uh, say every generation says never been worse. I'm not old enough to say this with authority, but it's never been worse. Um, that's out of the best measure. If you keep this uh, wonderful matzah that we have where everybody here and preaches the converted, spends their whole day in Avedis Hashem, and they work a little bit to pay the bills. They do, they don't. But their home is the Beis Medjish, or their home is the study at home, or their, their place is Tvila, so then that's the only uh, reliable way to cut out all the Mishagasim going in the outside world. So no matter how crazy it gets, uh, Tvila is the first thing to recognize, certainly if we agree with the Ramban, and it's not really a machlekes, Eitzara means that it's very, very important and desperate to raise the bar in your Aveda, and if you feel you're not doing that, you need to cry out to HaKosh Baruch Hu and beg for help, that itself is an Eitzara. You say, well, everybody has an Eitzara then. I don't disagree with that. I do agree that it can't be a to Ramban. Every minute of every day is Eitzara. Maskin. But there are certain takufas, a certain nisyanis in every generation, and people are wired differently, and you have to know what for you is more drastic in the need to protect yourself and where you need more help. And for that individual, those practical applications could be labeled as an ASR, especially if they're going through certain nisyanis and they're not passing. They're not passing as much as they should be. No one can pass all the time. So I'm introducing that because that's 
important the Rambam holds once a day anyways, the rice. It doesn't make a difference. We keep the rice as the Rabbanans. And it's a schus to speak to Kosh Baruch three times a day. We have to make the most of it. With that said, if everybody agrees to the Ramban, there's another component that doesn't have to be a Hoshman Esrei. It could be a few seconds during the day at various times where you think there's an Isaiah facing you. And unfortunately, sometimes the last thing people think of, if they even recognize an Isaiah, is maybe I need help, and that help should be, besides staying away from the Isaiah and running away, is I should cry out to Akash Baruch Hu. So, believe it or not, I've had some good people tell me, well, I can't do that. It's not time for davening yet. That's not true, to say the least. Now it's an Esau, the davening before might, might have been the Rabbanim. Certainly coins the Ramban, coins the Ramam if it's Mincha. And then it's an hour later, and all of a sudden, you are an Esau. Maybe it's not an Esau for society, but you have to recognize when it's a potentially sign and danger for you. And then, even if davening with Rabbanon, still a schus and a tremendous source of help, the only source of help besides the establishment of getting out of the matzah, and if it's Daresa, even more so. Rabbeisha, in the second shuva, comments that Goyim, in his prayer in public school, that's the backdrop of what he was talking about many years ago, and he said, of course Goyim have a chi of Daresa to daven. If you have a problem and you're a maimin, and you believe in a Bari Elam, then who else is going to help you? He says this is double partial. He has rayas, but he doesn't need rayas. Any human being who is a maimon, if you're keeping Zion mitzvahs, you don't get schar unless you're doing it because the Baruch Hu said so. So, well, this guy has got to be a maimon, so of course he's going to daven. Of course that's a regular din. It's a function of the relationship of the Kosh Baruch Hu. So let's begin with a very fascinating shtickle in the Chayelam. It's from the Stipler. And uh, I remember as a young bocher, I had the schus of somebody brought one Shabbos and somebody had real patexi and he said, I, I got you the first slot Matzah Shabbos. So um, I was uh, old enough to appreciate getting to see the Stipler and not old enough to probably fully understand at the time. But I did ask him for his farm. That was always uh, an art because the stipler was tiny bets and he wouldn't sell his farm anywhere. And you'd have to ask him. He said, what are you learning? You can't just buy the whole set. I want to be mahanam. can't buy the whole set. He said, what are you learning? This man, next man, this man, next man, and chayelim. Most of you have to learn. So I have the original uh, copy. So the chayelim as its author... Stipler, you have to meet the Stipler to understand Yerushalayim and understand Heschayvis Baylam Hazeh Machayvis Adam. What are we doing here? So you see the Stipler once, you're uh, going to take that for a long, long time. So he talks about Tilots, Perik Chavches. If you want to look it up later, we're just going to bring down parts of it. He starts off, he's part of Shmona Esrei. See later, the Nefesh HaChayim says even that part of Shemana Esrei is referring to Rukhni is. But there is a Pasha Pshat. Bani Chayim we have brachas that talk about Parnasa and Rafua. Kemaykein v'kolshakein shesrichan l'spal al inyanov ha'ikariyim shebeshvilam nivrahu avodis avarius parach. The main focus of Tzvila, the Kabbalah is you're here to daven 
for your growth, for your ruchnius, and asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu for Hatzlocha. You'll notice the first Baruch Hashem is Atachenen. You can't do anything in life. Sign ruchnius or sign gashmius is helping you in ruchnius without Atachenen because you have to know what to ask for. And that's the trick in life, which a lot of people haven't figured out yet, unfortunately. Is that how would you know what to daven for if you don't have a hierarchy and a pecking order of what's important and what's the next important thing? You wouldn't know. So I'll get to in a moment. Uh, last year's, I didn't get to camp this year yet, and it's coming soon. But Choshev Abacharim and uh, one of the first sessions I opened up, the councils are with their younger charges, but the first session, which is the shorter one, is to the whole camp, and usually the councils have to get them to volunteer and be the metorgament. So I opened to questions. It's a classic, but it speaks to all of us, whether you're 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old, or older. You'll understand a moment why it took place in camp. And what's on your mind in camp? So the hush of the people here would say, well, I must meet the program, I should steig. That's all good. And if you're 10 or 12, there might be some other things on your mind as well. So one brave young man actually raised his hand and asked the following, Shaila, I was asking for Shaila's on Yane Tzvila or whatever's on their mind. I don't know if he got the heads up or not. And he wanted to know, is there anything wrong with davening to a Gosh that you should win a baseball game? Is that a good camp, Shaila? You like that one. Certainly age-appropriate. And so the council had to repeat it because he was over in the back, and, but he was Mahana Klaeswa with that Shaila. So you got to be very, very careful how you answer that Shaila for all ages, especially this age, because the chinuch we have to do for ourselves, our children, Enochloch, everybody else we meet, is that davening is about understanding, first and foremost, that we have a very close relationship with Kosh Baruch Hu. Kosh Baruch Hu wants to help us in every way where it's really a help to us. When the answer is no, it means that wouldn't be a help to us, it would be a hindrance. And whatever helps your tachasachayim, and that includes Gashmias to an extent, so Hashem, as the Avarachman, wants to help us. So you can ask for whatever you want. That's a very important message. We'll discuss in a moment, is it true all the time? But it's certainly true that if it's a legitimate request, then you have to be taught, you have to have it ingrained that the only place to turn to is a Kosh Baruch Hu because Kosh Baruch Hu is the only person, the only being, that can help, and everybody else is, the people you're talking to are just a shadless on the ground, but it's all up to the Yitzchusim and the Kaya Chatzfila. So I didn't answer the question yet, you notice, and I gave this whole preamble, and he's looking at me, I'm, I told the counselors, you're going to have to explain this in an hour or two afterwards, but what I did mention was as follows. Why does a 10 or 12 or 15 or 18-year-old want to dive into a Kosh Baruch Hu? They should win leagues, color war, baseball game. So you're all looking at me. What's the answer? So again, depending on the age, I don't expect a 10, 12, 15-year-old, maybe even older, to be thinking that deeply. Why does he want to win? Because if I don't win, I'm going to lose. Is that a good answer? That's going to be embarrassing. 
Okay, so let me just work on that a little bit. You'll say we're not in the Madrega, but I already performed that before, so everybody's afraid to say that. But what has to be taught slowly over time is that you can ask for Gashmias. Uh, winning a game is all about, in camp, all about covered because I don't think there's any cash payment if you win, from what I remember. So, Lamaya said it's about covered. So, covered's a bad thing? Well, Redifas a covered can be a big stare to Yeruchnius, but as a child growing up, it's important to have self esteem, it's important to have a chevra. And if in camps, even in a very firm matzav, a chevra often is not the only way, but it means you're trying to play the game well, you're trying to win, or at least be part of the winning matzav. So then, call me a makel, I don't think it's so out of line. If it's important to you, I was just trying to use it as a teaching moment to try to examine or think about putting it in the back of your head for when you're older to really break down, well, why is it important? Everybody knows the game is not important. Nobody's going to remember if you won or lost. And they're not giving any money, so you can't uh, take it to the bank. So what do you need it for? The answer is you want to have a chevra, and this is the chevra that's playing? Okay, not everybody plays ball. The other chevra might be spending more time at the base managers. We're not discussing good or bad. We're discussing the unique question of this young man. So you don't want to say, no, don't daven kash baruchu, because if it's something you want, the only place is the daven kash baruchu. You also want to put in the kernel of a machshava that there are many things you'd be asking for at 10, 15, 20, and then adults just wear longer pants and have different retainers that you also can't really cash in on, but it's also about COVID. Okay, so whether, Hashem, please, I want a new car. Do I need a new car? I want a new car. So what's this in that in winning leagues? Nothing much. So I want more money. You can do a lot of mitzvahs with money. So why do you want more money, and what are you really going to do with it, and have you been a gizber that has proven themselves? So a lot of things you can ask for in Gashmias. We're talking not in the Madrega at a young age to do it Lashma, and maybe none of us are on the Madrega to do it 100% Lashma. We're here to raise the ideas. We're talking to a Kosh Baruch Hu. You have an audience for the Kosh Baruch Hu. What can you ask for? The answer is anything and everything. Should you be asking for anything and everything? Not necessarily. As you get older and get more ashkafically honed on what's at stake over here, we have to try without fooling ourselves to really concentrate on asking for things. We can be a little magushim dick, a little extra change to be relaxed, a little extra food. To what limit, to what gvul, and what are we using it for? And then you could justify asking for it 5% lishma, 10% lishma, 20% lishma. So that is all in the first two lines of the stipler. The stipler says, yes, there are tefillahs for gashmias, and you need to hold body and soul together, and you need health, and you need parnasa. But which is our Vedas Hashem. And after a while, as we continue to do our Vedas Hashem, which the Aved of every day is all Tayyag Mitzvahs. The main two things every day faced by men is Tamatera and Tfilah, by women, Tfilah, Tznias. But Tfilah shared by all of humanity, according to Ramesha, and all of Klai Yisrael, Noshim and Anoshim. I hope we have some time for the Noshim because. In Shir, we spent three and a half months just on the Nashim Sidkanias because there's always a lot of questions and fair questions. What are the real Chiyuvim? What's a Kula? What's a Chumrah? 
I found out, even though I have five daughters, but apparently they graduated already, they don't serve breakfast in most of the Beis and you have to eat before davening. And the child is, well, when's davening? So if we don't get to that, remind me for next year, or you'll go and find the audios, because I'm not working on that safer yet. But these are important shilas in Ogea every day, and we depend on the tefillahs of Klaisal, especially the Nashim Sekundias. Right now, we're discussing what the stipler wants to focus on, and that is, let's talk about why we're really davening, or at least why we're trying to daven, and the Gashmias and the Ruchnias is supposed to be the same thing, at least that we should think about the concept to put it in there, whatever percentage we could put it in there. He continues... He says, you look at the extra tefillahs put in Elokai Nitzvah, which we do now from the Gemara Brochus Yedzayin. Most of them are in Yoni Ruchniim. Koshakeim bezman sheyeshla nisyenis kashim. It's an allusion to what I think taught in the Ramban that could be an ace sorrow for the individual. Hatir desayetzeh babulim achshavos tzarach lespala koshbarachu sheyatzalana mitzarasov. That could be many times a day. It could be certain tkufas, kagan lespal, tefillah, ketzara, basat saluse, harachamani, yatzalanami, yatzahara. So that's why I began. Atachainen was put there, Shemana Esrei, as the leadoff bracha. Lahavdo, we call that America top billing. Why? Because you can't possibly daven if you don't know what you're supposed to daven for. That takes a lot of pichus, and therefore he asks, Kosh Atachainen, please give me the pichus to live my life with your Aveda in mind how to navigate these uh, stormy waters, and I'm about to dive in the rest of Shemona Esrei. Give me the das to understand what I should daven for. That's step number one. Step continues. Hinei amaspal al nyane gashmiyam ena batur shiyakabal tfilasa. Why? If you have schusim, lefamim ain zeh litavasa kagayin shazeh yevenu lachet. By gashmiyas, again, all gashmiyas is wachniyas, but we're not always holding there, and now at least we're trying to bring the concept more into the picture. He says, Lamaisa, at the end of the day, you can do lots of mitzvahs with money, and you say, That bracha, Taka, gets a lot of press, and Panos is a great and it's important. The question is, is it more important than the other bracha, they're all important. The stipler is saying that if you ask for something, you don't get it in Gashmias. We're hoping the schusim are dictating that it's not good for you, and therefore the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is yes, and you can ask for it for a long time, and it takes a long time for the tefillah to, we would say, in a bad uh, expression, kick in. But And the stipler speaks about that in the next line. He says, the din, which is brought down, a lot of this, as I mentioned, is three weeks material. means they were locked. So he points out very quickly, it's harder to daven. It's not ninalu because davening is the only way we get anything. And it's still like that. It's just more challenging. In gullus conditions, and he was after the korban. Yachser again and again and again. And he says that you can either have a longish monastery or you could daven many tefillas katsaris throughout the day. 
which might be triggered by the eight Sarah Matzav. What's the formula? This is the number one shayla that I get in tefillah. Somebody come over to me, they're davening for something which they feel is important for their ruchniyas and for their avodah, whether it be or straight ruchniyas, but they're being honest and they're davening and davening and davening and it hasn't come yet. So what's the shayla? The shayla is when can I stop? An important shayla. So Stipler, on the next line, addresses that. Uh, he suggests, keep going. Why stop? He brings a medrash, there's certain tefillahs and then after three days, certainly everything in between, but the medrash jumps to 30 years and other examples from Tanakh, decades is a long time. But the stipler stresses that every tefillah helps you and others. There's no tefillah that's wasted. And if the answer, and you're no longer here, when you get to Shemayim, you'll see clearly why, oh, that one wasn't answered at all because it wasn't for me or for the people around me, and therefore Midas HaRachamim didn't allow it to go through. Can a person stop? So this is delicate, and it really depends on the individual. There are many things people daven for, and the stipler says clearly, you can continue and perhaps show the full things are equal, and just keep davening, and maybe in Shemayim there's a clock. Shem has a time, and maybe the shear is two years, maybe it's 20 years, maybe it's 40 years. Maybe you're getting closer to your goal. You're davening for Ruchniyaz. You don't feel like you made it yet, but you're inching closer. You just don't realize. I'd like to just temper that. The stipler wouldn't disagree with this. Is that often I detect when people ask me this, they're kind of like worn out. And it's bringing them down. It's affecting their mood. It's affecting their body. If that is the case, Chaznish alludes to this in terms of the kavanas in general. You always have to have basic kavanas, but he once told the Talmud is that pick one Shemona Esrei a day, but you're going to have the extra kavanas, the other ones you have to have kavana. Because if you do every single Shemona Esrei to the pitch of uh, Nila and Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. it's not going to be sustainable. So if a person feels a void and they really think they can use it and they're asking and asking and asking and it's a month, a year, two years, five years, ten years, Stipe clearly says, all the Chazals, don't give up. You don't have to give up. There's no reason to give up. You're not wasting your time. With that said, for many people, the balance would be, it doesn't mean you have to mention it in each tefillah because sometimes the problems are feel larger than life and every time they mention it, they get down. If do Hashem B'Simcha and Cheshek for mitzvahs in general, Simcha Sachayim, to be relaxed, is a crucial part of Avadis Hashem. And if it's not working for you to mention every Shemon Esrei, and you don't want to let it go, that's fine. That's even preferred. So pick, Shemon Esrei, pick one time during the week, one time two weeks, depending on how jarring the matzah is. That would be my etzah, which I, I think the, everybody would agree with. So getting back to this young man before we start going through some Shemon Esrei, so what did I tell him, Lamaisa? I told him to come see me after Marv. And I asked him how bad they were losing and how many days are we into the leagues. So he saw I was trying to make an impression that I was taking it seriously. And if, you, if this is important to you, you want to talk to Akash Baruch Hu about it, we're not going to convince you otherwise, certainly if it's age appropriate. Of course, I was there for a couple of days and this one Shiloh got a lot of mileage and I had people significantly older coming over to me, and one was brave enough. He's probably sorry he did, but I don't try to 
at least overtly clobber anybody who asks a good shayla. So he said, well, I don't know how to ask this, but I'm sort of like a staff member here. So I said, you probably want to know if your captain should your team win. He said, no, I'm not so into that. My camp days, you know, I'm trying to get the pumped. But uh, so I, I had a sneak suspicion I was about to hear what I was about to hear. So I said, so what are you asking about? I said, well, it's uh, sports related. So I said, if you're uh, asking me whether you should ever put into your tefillah that a local team should win in professional sports, I said, I'll tell you a secret. I actually daven, especially Elul Roshani Yom Kippur, that every local team should lose, and quickly. Because they always manage to fall out around Yom Naram, and it distracts everybody. So he said, Rebbe, please don't. I said, I, I admire your faith in my kayach that just my tefillah is going to push him over the edge on the ninth inning. But Lamaisa, I'm talking to somebody significantly older. I said, I, I'm not accusing you of not being normal. It's a, it's a good question. But I think uh, the Choshava Bacha that you are, to your point, I think that that might ingrain something that you're trying to let go of sooner rather than later, even though it's not the most uh, trafer thing you could be holding on to. Lamaisa, to Davin, they should win. I said, not going to make you any money. He tells me it's a Jewish owner. I said, they're not local. (laughs) She's looking at me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't follow this stuff. That was just an educated guess. Uh, There are some Jewish owners out there. Uh, If the Jewish owner is giving chaymish, to yeshivas and kailim, then maybe there's what to discuss. If they're not, uh, I'm not convinced. Again, the most important thing is you should want to dive, and you want it, so of course you dive to a coach Baruch Hu. The question which we're going to discuss further as we go along is what are the parameters? What should you be asking for? That example, not going to get to a lot of people in the room, but it's a very telling example. We've got to be careful, especially chinuch of the next dar not to ever insinuate that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not listening because your request is frivolous. There's nothing too big or too small. On the other hand, as we'll see soon from the Mabit and the other Mekiris, there's definitely a hierarchy and most people have a saturation point to how long they could daven. So we still have to put it in some sort of pecking order. So Atta Chaynin we saw, and that has to be first so we know what to daven for and we know how to live and what we should be striving for. The key is l'sarasecha. The key to all the Avedis Hashem is having proper hashkaf satayra. And the more you learn and the more you internalize that, the more you'll be asking for the right things. Slach lanu is for the things that went wrong. People sometimes want to know, you know, davening shachris. Okay, I just got up. It's been a while since I davened. Starting off a new day. I have sadarm coming up. I have meetings. There's a lot going on, so I need siyat Mincha, and then Mayrav, an hour later. Some people less than an hour. So, this is not any madrega on my part, but uh, I always find that there's plenty of things to discuss that I didn't get to yet. And I'm not pushing to have some sort of chumrah of more than three. We don't do tefillis nadavas because alavai, we should have kavana by the three, we have to daven. But hopefully... Just what we're discussing tonight will spur everybody on to take a second look and understand that you got to finish Mount Esra and you have to go, but there's a lot to daven for, and you almost should be in a matzah if you can't get enough. That's really what we're striving for.
So, slach lanu, anything that happened in between, I had a number of people told me they try to put that into use and they can't find any Averis in between. I thought that was a Chiddush. No Lashon Hara? They said, well, not like Beferish unsolicited. Just the type where you just add it to the conversation. <laughs> Wherever you're dealing with people all the time, no Lashon Hara? There are certain, the Gemara says there are certain, the, certain Averis that happen all the time, but they happen. Slach lanu, if you know something particular, like any of the shorter brachas, as the to that brachas, before kikel toivisaloch, you, you can list the avera. It's an addition of 10 seconds. You don't have to add anything to Shemana Esrei, as I said. Ashi has still to put everything in. But I have found, and you will find if you haven't done this, if you add, again, if it's urgent to the middle of these brachas, less urgent shemakalenu, even less, you can add more after Yulu Rutzen. It makes it more of a conversation to us, and it it will add meaning to the tefillah. I think we need that in our madrega. Even though Ashik Gazdella put in all these kavanos already. Try it and you'll see it, it pays dividends. Before we even get out of the brachas that have everybody's focus, there's one in between that whenever I bring it up, people say, Taka, what is that doing there? Between Slach Lanu, which I think people are still focused on, Rifainu, Layalainu, people are focused on. Everybody knows somebody who needs some Yeshua. Reina Banyenu. What is this bracha? Pashup shop. So this is labeled. I have, I just took this off the table. It's an official art scroll. And they give a title, which is very nice. Slicha, first one's Chuva, one before that was Bina. Now up to Gula, which is interesting. Gula, we're going to have a lot to discuss in a few brachas from now. What's Gula doing over here? This is more personal about Kashtu. We say everything, but Lashon Rabin, but what's this doing here in the middle of? My Slach Lanu and Rifainu. So, one Mahalach, not to the exclusion of other possibilities, is the Mepharshim say that this is not only referring to Gula for Klai, so it's really referring to a personal Gula. A lot of people, most people, all of us, that's a progression, all of us, walk around with a lot of baggage. Everybody has their pickle. And we, if you think about it, we spend a lot of time just stuck in what we were still worried about yesterday and the day before and the day before that. And some of it will be tomorrow, the next day, uh, with that said, this bracha is to address, to ask a bracha for help to have less daigas weighing on us so we can actually concentrate on our Vedas Hashem. And if you think about this, this is a key, and that's why it's so early on in We ask Hashem for Das to figure out what we're doing here in our Vedas Hashem, what we do with our talents, our time, and our assets, and how we must be on others. Help us do tshuva, slach lanu, and then all of a sudden, reina ben yen ruvenu galenu, even though gula for a national gula is coming later. The answer is, we need a personal gula. You've got to get off the shackles, so to speak, and be able to let go of things. I'm not talking about deep therapy over here. Despite public opinion of all the glories or lack thereof, it's all lack thereof, of multitasking, we very much don't believe in multitasking. Yes, we can walk and maybe chew gum, whether Ashkafli that's correct at the same time. Lamaisa, we're all to multitasking. I mean, how many things can you do at once? So you get Davish Manesray, and you can try to feel if something's coming in on a message in your phone, and then you can look around to make sure everybody else is davening, and then think about your next car payment. That's all very human. Lamaisa, 
Chafetz Chaim used to say, just you have one blot in front of you. Just concentrate on the next line, the next line of Tesis, the Kashra Bekiveger. Now you're in Shmon Esrei. Slach Lano, Reina Benyenu. Reina Benyenu is about how to let go of things we shouldn't be thinking about, which we waste a tremendous amount of time with. And it gets us down, and it takes away the Cheshek and the Zrizus and the Simcha. And asking Hashem to have that personal gula. Everything's Lash and Rabbim. So Davin Hussel, Davin Hussel, but that's pretty important and would explain why it's early on in Shemana Esrei. And people suggest, no, I can multitask. I still want to remain worried about all the things I'm worried about in the back of my head, but I'm still going to do this. There is no such thing. You have 100% of the brain power. I know all the studies. We only use 4%. I'm not sure the person who said that. I'm not sure how much he's using because if all the humanity only uses 4%, then that's 100% of what we have available. But whatever the number is, Everything takes away, and in our head, we have many different things competing for our attention. And every mitzvah we do, the success of the mitzvah is how much attention did you pay? Something is better than nothing. See, if you dive and you had kavana by some of it, so you dive and you tried. But it's all about raising the kavana, raising the focus and learning. Whatever mitzvah you're doing, or paying attention to somebody when you're talking to them, it's all about concentrating. And the good news is, it sounds very simple. It's not as simple to apply, but it's doable. Whatever you have in your mind that's bothering you and distracting you, if you push it out with positive things, not just positive thoughts, but practical things that I don't have time for this right now, I'm going to designate five minutes a day to worry about all the things I'm worried about. Right now, I'm davening, I'm learning. That's very doable, and you can force it out. And I will guarantee you, many people report back, and they say, you know what? It was amazing. I pushed it off. A lot of the time, wasn't always successful. I said, but you pushed it to the five minutes. He said, yeah, the incredible thing was, I finally sat down for the five minutes with my pen and paper, and I couldn't think of anything. That's great. So I said, well, how important can it be? He says, it must be very important because it only comes up in Shemona Esrei when I'm learning. So we all know that's a very human condition. So Re Nabanyenu, among other things, is speaking to that. Rafa'enu is self-explanatory. Barechalainu is panasa, and that uh, we're naturally, as human beings, focused on. And then, before we get to the next bracha, a lot of people complain. They don't know how in the world they got to them so quickly. Because all these brachas sound like it's talking about Klayestral and Gula, and people stop prating on Ivas. Mani, Miani. It's important for the three weeks. The Avelis and the Chorban is stuff highlight what we're missing so we could daven more for the gula and all it represents and to realize how much we're missing without the gula. So most people, again, even during the three weeks, this kind of boggles the mind, people say, well, we're not in the Madrega. So I say, are you suggesting we cancel Ben Amitzarim? So one kid, I don't know how age-appropriate this was, says, I was kind of wondering why Ben Amitzarim always comes in the middle of camp. He said that tongue-in-cheek, but that was out of line, so I gave him almost a potch. Like, it's un-American. Like, we have, uh, where would you put it? He said, I don't know, come to think of it. I have so many plans for the rest of the year, I'm not sure where we would put it. That's exactly the point, Nebuch. It's cramping our lifestyle. So, half of Shemona Esrei, half of Esrei, is about Gula for Klai Yisrael, because if you can't think like a Tzibur person, which is hard for any individual, Think of all the milas of what it's going to bring for you as an individual and all the things you're missing. And in this realm, a lot of it is 
Ruchnius. For a couple thousand years, there was a lot of Gashmius there also because it was just dangerous. If we get to this year or next year, oh boy, Ashlaq Kaddish, he talks about the aside, say it outside, he said, people always want to know how they can have more Kavana. He said, you know, people who are in a matzah where they need to desperately dive and have no problem with Kavana. And he gives examples, Rachman Latzan, somebody has a chayla at home, somebody is a chayla loyaleinu. He's in a ship at sea, and he's stuck in the middle of nowhere, and we can't imagine these things. I told one, one Sudu, we were discussing this, and uh, one of the Enikloch uh, asked, uh, said, well, how can you be stuck at sea? What happened? They ran out of gas? I said, actually, uh, you could be on a clipper ship. They said, what's a clipper ship? I said, well, it has sails. So what's a sail? So, uh, okay. So I said, it's something catches wind, and if there's no wind, you don't move. So he said, that's terrible. What if you get stuck in the middle of nowhere? I said, you're beginning to understand. And that's without a storm. So traveling was dangerous. So we don't think of these things today until Nebuch, somebody goes down on their own volition deep under the sea in a tin can, and we realize it's dangerous. Nebuch, that's to put yourself in sakana, needless to say. They're not yidden, it's not here to attack them, it's a tragedy, but we don't look for such adventure. It wasn't adventure. If they had to go on a business trip, they bench going with a lot of kavana because between the desert and the ganovim there and the gangsters and the things that happen at sea. So all this, we look at today. Today, Golis is not, okay, Golis, I like a base of Mikdash, and we're going to talk about it on Tisha B'Av in the three weeks. What are we missing? Well, we're missing a lot of ruchnias the ability to bring carbonus, and that's what these following brachas are about. And Leolena, a lot of tragedies still happen because we're missing these components of Ruchnius. So, point out just a few. Takaba Shefer talks about bringing Klaisol back to Eretz Yisrael. Hashiva Shavtena Kavrishena. I just spent a week in Eretz Yisrael. I bar Hashem got through the airport when it wasn't surrounded by Chayas Rose. Um, and I'm not talking about the wild uh, Dover Achers that run around in different places. We, in America, we also have a lot of people who don't know Benjamin and Mesmolem. They should all have Yeshua and Achua. And Davin Shemanesri is very tricky. Most of Israel is not yet with the program. This is a very sweeping statement, but important for Yeshemanesri. You got a Davin that didn't do Tshuva. You're not actively doing Kirov, if you are, with a partner, something like that. But yeah, there's a, a lot of people out there, unfortunately. And nowadays, you can't just be not from, with every liberal agenda and every taiva out there. It's going in a very negative direction. And people are brainwashed. They not only don't know the positive, they're just hearing everything that's Sheker V'chazov. So you got for them. We took care of that bracha at the beginning. Is everybody should do tshuva. Should have in mind yourself, your family, your friends, and the rest of Klai Yisrael, especially those who don't even know how to start. Then you might be surprised. And then So malshinim. Ever read the words? It's very jarring. You remember somebody who said it in Chazar Sashatz, you could almost faint at somebody in the Aguda. Uh, he's, uh, he, he would say this out loud, and people knew he would uh, wakes you up. Zayd de Meheira, Sa'aker, Sa'aber, Sa'mager. 
I said, whoa, what in the world? Do you remember that? It rings in your ear. The answer is that's what the words mean. We hope, Rahman al-Islam, we don't have to get rid of anybody. That's why we daven for the rest of Shemana Esrei. They should do tshuva. We should have shalom. We shouldn't have to argue. We don't want to be combative. But Chazal said there are two parts to Shemana Esrei, and the second part is if they're Eish Lahava and destroying the Messiah and destroying Klai Israel, the Malshinim still plays a role. And we hope nobody falls into that category. So everybody hears it say, well, isn't there a machlekes by Meir and Buria? So I know about machlekes. There are only 7,000 mahalchem in that Gemara. But the sum total is, Malshinim is still in Shemana Esrei. So the better way is, Hashem, let them do tshuva. This way is, let them be marginalized, whatever these words mean. Neutralized. Neutralized doesn't have to mean they're not alive. If they're not alive, they can't do tshuva. Just not causing people to go off and not misrepresenting Teru. I'm not going to explain all the things I'm alluding to because the list is too long, but uh, once you realize what these two brachas, which gets lost in the Lush Hashiva Shavtena Gavishana. So I mentioned uh, the writing in Eitz Yisrael because then I want to change the system. There's nothing on the agenda of the Knesset that's changing it to Dayanim, Rosh Hashivas, and Gedele Olam, Paskening the Dinim, Halavai. We're not there yet. They just want to make it that it's a little bit less left-leaning, a little bit more, drop more conservative so we can have some normalcy. And for that, 49%, I hope, not, not 50, is, uh, has been taking to the streets like the world's coming to an end. So what are we going to do about it? We don't live there. What are we going to do about it over here? Baruch Hashem, Lahavdul. Call them what you want. The last administration, at least they had the schluss of putting in some Sadiqim they aren't, but at least they're calling what's supposed to be called the proper names and doing something that is normal for a civilized country. That's a big bracha, and that was not pushed. And with that, everything's falling apart. So, Hashiva Shavtanik Rishana should be said a lot of kavana. We need, even in Gullah's conditions, people around the country that can at least prevent it from getting worse that quickly. And Lamalshinim is the people trying to make it worse shouldn't have their say and they should be marginalized. For Kreit Shemayim and for our own safety of drinking this poison, if it's in the atmosphere, it's getting worse and it affects everybody. Al Sadikim is the positive bracha for those who are doing the right thing. So I didn't answer my question from before. Well, Miani Imani, I'm going to affect Klaistral and who are the judges and who's running the government and. I'm going to prove God's conditions. The answer is yes. Every single person here and anybody listening and anybody going to tell, every person has to daven Shemana Esrei like their life depends on it because every tefillah creates a little more protection for you and those who want the protection and gives a little more siyat shmaya for those who don't know Ben Yamin and who might have a hurry tshuva and come back. And every tefillah counts. That's what the three weeks is all about, to recognize that this is not normal. It's gullus conditions. And the best way to solve it is to go back and have the base of Mikdash. And Umas Elam, whoever survives, will be interested in keeping his Zion and helping out. And the Mamele, all this will be solved. Chavz Chaim says that in a number of Mashalim. The famous Mashal is the prince. Every Mashal has a prince who was thrown out, and the king is still watching him, but and he's mamish out of money. And he wants to ask the king for 10 rubles. 
just to get by, and the advisor told him, Shaita, why don't you ask the king to come home and to fix up the massive instead of asking for handouts as we go along? So the answer is you have to do both, and that's why Shemona Esrei reflects both, the here and now and what we are asking for for tomorrow. The natural sequence after that is Yerushalayim Ircha, Esemach David. I'm trying to motivate myself and everybody listening is that Dafka during Ben Mitzrayim, but the rest of the year in Yom Naraim is about this also. Rosh Hashanah is a pretty international yontif, even though the guy doesn't really know about it. But the Psach is for the world. How normal is this place going to be? How many people doing the right thing or the wrong thing? And all that affects Klaistral, but also affects them. We do discuss that. We even bring some kabbanas, for the Umas But if you can't think so internationally in Halavai, we should think about ourselves, it affects us in a very negative way. And if there were less pollution, it would affect us in a positive way. So all of a sudden, now you're at Shmakalenu. People are more focused. They can add their own tefillahs here to an extent. And it's sort of like the sum total, we're asking Hashem to accept our tefillahs. And then we sort of get lost again because all those competing things that we're going to write down in five minutes later on in the day. And Maidim, I'll remind everybody, we really pass in the first Baruch Hashem, I say, Ma'akev. If you don't kavana pirish, just push up shot in the words. You really can't go forward and you can't go backwards. It's one of those sugiyas. They have to stop making chalukim and there's a lot of rate on it. But we go forward and we hope it doesn't happen again by Mincha. Maidim is a close, very close second. And that's even more problematic. It's easy to start Shemana Esrei. You just finish Gal Yisrael, you're getting up, and you're going to try to concentrate for just like 29 seconds or so. And that's doable. You have to Maidim already, hopefully after this schmooze, you got there a little slower, and you're already thinking of Klai Yisrael and and the Gullis and the Gula, Maidim is second to the first bracha in terms of it being Ma'akev is because you need Sheva, Bakash, and Odoya, three components, and we just finished the Bakashas for the Klal and the Prat, and you got to know how to say thank you. The purpose of Avedis Hashem is to be Makir that everything comes from Akash Baruch Hu, nowhere else, and you have to thank Akash Baruch Hu to ingrain that whole relationship. So Maidim is very important, and again, I have, I'm happy people are always honest, but I've had conversations with people, and they say, I say Maidim, but I, it's hard to really feel, because yes, I got up in the morning, and I can walk, and I can talk, and I can learn, and I can think, and I have a panos of Baruch Hashem, and I have nachas, but Maidim is written for people who really have to say a big thank you, as opposed to all the affirmation things that he just mentioned. So obviously, now the we hear that in the, out of the context that he was trying to make that argument. That's kind of ridiculous. If you have any of those things, you have to say Maidim. Certainly, if you have most of those things, even if you're struggling, if you're alive, you have something that you could do something with. And that triggers a very strong Maidim. We're spoiled because we all live in a spoiled dar. And the old uh, syndrome, what has Hashem done for me lately? And I have this, but everybody has this. So I have to say, Maidim? Everybody has this. I'm looking for something that's la'ela, something bigger, better. But that hashkafa is obviously not very kosher. The klidah's mastic bracha is sim shalom. Needs a lot of kavanah also. It 
talks about cholesterol. So again, it's always nice to think on the national level, but uh, I don't think we know anybody who couldn't use the help with their boss, their colleagues, the spouses, the children, the parents. Who doesn't need help? And they're at the end of Shemona already. Sim Shalom. It says, yeah, we always like Shalom. It's Masik Bracha. It's a very personal Bracha. Shai is what it's doing here because of Sheva Pakashan Hodaya. Why is it saying Hodaya? Because I'll try and answer. You need the wrap up of the Kleidus Masik Bracha. But Lamaisa, whether it fits into the Hodaya completely, Chazal, the reason we're putting it here, but it's also a Bakasha. Sim Shalom, Tavir Bracha, and we're asking Hashem. That uh, we can have all the brachas in the world. If we're not at peace with ourselves and with others, nothing's going to work and it's going to affect the Avedis Hashem and the mitzvahs b'alon chavero and b'alon l'makom. That's the introduction. We did start a few minutes late, so I'm going to try to touch upon two other things. The Mabit in Beis Olakim says the biggest side, and this will bring us back to our baseball player or baseball player wannabe. He doesn't want to be a professional baseball player. I uh, told him, I think that's what brought it up in the first place. Uh, we were discussing uh, how much time should be spent in these things, and that was an actual Shiloh from one of the Bachram. It's a good Shiloh. Best Medrash, all our camps today, there's a lot of learning, a lot of Ruchnius, and so summer they want to stretch their limbs, they play a little ball, and uh, relax. So that's fine for Ben Azmanan. The question is, to what degree, how seriously you take it, and how much time. So, to his specific request, let me read to you a basic Lakim, and I know you're all going to say we're not in the Madriga, but I already spoke about that twice. She'ena roila adam l'spala l'kel al dover she'ena hechrochi. Mabit says that one should not, doesn't create an iser, but one should preferably not ask a Baruch for something that's not hechrochi, you're being Now, I started off saying that the message over here, certainly for a young man, is that you're not being Matriach There's no difference and no effort whatsoever by definition in Shemayim to help you. And that's all true. My bitch just said, you shouldn't ask for anything that's not Hechrochi. That's not necessary. Why? Why is it matriach as kaina? You're not asking for a nice nigla. So, a nice nigla is mamish also to daven for, unless you have no choice. We're talking about a nice mister. You just want tatzlacha, and if it wasn't coming to you, the tefillah could change it and bring down the bracha. To that, the Mabit says, okay, and that's what tefillah is for, but that's basic sustenance and clothing and shalom and success and what you're doing. But it should be hechrochi. So what's my havamina that maybe age-appropriate there's a havamina you can ask to win the game? So the answer is, if winning the game will help his self-esteem, and he's with the right chavra, and he just doesn't want to be the odd man out, and it'll help his avayz Hashem and his simchas hachayim, then that's hechrochi for where he's holding. You just got to be honest with yourself. What's the problem? The problem is... Matriach is kind of, it doesn't have to be a nice nigla. Ramban says that any tefillah that succeeds is a change in the program. Sometimes the original program was such, but you got to bring it down. So that's not necessarily a change, but often you can change things with tefillah. We 
firmly believe that, and that's why we daven so much. So it has to be tempered. Should somebody, a common example in Brechelenu, somebody's making a panacea, he's paying the bills, can he ask for a lot more where that came from? Many more zeros. Plans on help with yeshivas and kalim, which once you have it, that's what you should be doing, and to do chesed and help the almanus and yasaimim. Should you be asking for that? It's not us, sir. Is it hechrochi? So I pointed out this mabit to somebody. He said, of course it's hechrochi. We've got to support Hashem's yeshivas. I said, okay. If you really feel and you feel that's your tachlis, again, it's not us, sir. I had a similar conversation years before with a bachar who was in fourth year base medrash. And he was trying to convince me, based on his parents trying to convince him, that he should be doing a shtadlis for his panasa because somebody's got to help the yeshivas, and if he goes as mana too early, he'll graduate or he'll become X in the company by this time as opposed to a year later, and he'll be able to help Klai Yisrael so much earlier. I admire his shivas. Better that than say, no, I just want to buy fancy cars and make everybody jealous. That's a lot better than maybe that's what he meant. But he certainly said that um, I think I can help out. I said, my bracha to you is that if and when you get there and you have extra income, you should talk and remember that and help out. And he signed it's not so easy at the time. Famous Maestro of the Chavaz Chaim in the Talmud. Shailiz, is that hechrochi now? And is the staring you're learning now when you're capable of learning a lot more now? And that is a very individual question has to be answered based on knowledge of the Talmud and based on the massive. But the Mabit does say that it's not Roy, doesn't say Usr, to ask for something that's not Hechrochi. Nefesh Chaim goes further and he says, it's a Pella. Somebody's in a Matzav and he has Yisurim Loyaleinu, he has Tsar, and he's having to Hashem to please stop the Tsar. He said, if you go to a doctor and the doctor has to do a procedure which hurts, not only did you ask the doctor to do it, you're paying him for it. So you can turn around to the doctor and say, I know, you, I know I booked you four months ago, and I'm paying you a lot of money. Just do me one favor, doc. Don't do it. That would be a very strange conversation, right? Why? Because you're convinced the doctor has you in mind. So so why are we diving to cancel any gzair? It's either a kapara. So it's a complicated sugya. Nefesh Chaim speaks to the Madrega we should at least think about, even though we're not in the Madrega, to put it into the system, that in a Hanami, the main shifu should be, for lack of Kvot Shemayim, the perception that it's a Chil Hashem, that Tzadik Ra'alu Rosh is MS, but it's hard for people to handle. So therefore, if people are going to misinterpret it, you want to be able to do better for Kvot Shemayim. It talks about Kalani Mereshi, Kalani Mizroi. The Gemara says when the person has Tsar, the Shechina has Tsar, it's asking for Tsar Shechina. That's what I mentioned at the beginning of this year. So that's Taka above our Madrega, but not that we shouldn't think about it, because if you could put in 1% of that, 5%, 10%, that's already Gavaldic, because it is about the Tsar Shechina, certainly in the three weeks and the Yom Naram afterwards. And Chaim Velashina says, Zroi and Roshi is talking about the relationship of Kosh Baruch Hu, Tfilon Shayad, Tfilon Sharosh, Mikam Yisrael. Hashem wants to help us. The only Pisgah pair we have is that we're weak, we're fragile, we need help in Gashmias. That's a start. It would be a greater Kishem if we could perform better when we need this to perform better, whether it be self esteem, a little extra cash, 
more health, more cheshek, more simchas hachayim, all that is legitimate. But it's so much more powerful if we just put this in our machshavas as we ask for it, not stop a request, can I have more money? Can I have a raise? Try to put this in the mix. It'll help your tefillah. And according to Nefshachayim and many others, something the Mabit we just saw, it'll take the tefillah to a new madrega and also make it a lot more powerful and more effective. The last thing you'll just touch upon, we got through at least 40% of the material, but enough to hopefully give us a little bit uh, to investigate further. Common question people have, I think this comes from the fact that they have more time on Shabbos and on Yontif, naturally. You're allowed to dive in for personal bakashas on Shabbos. The short answer is no. However, many Achrenim say that's only Gashmias and official Shemona Esrei. The official Shemona Esrei is Tefis Bracha. So that's why if you start a Tachenim, which happens to some people, Lel Shabbos, when they're a little tired, and you really get into the Bracha like halfway, you finish the Bracha because it's part of the regular standard Nusuch, and we have Bakoshas for Gashmias that are there, and we keep there. And if you bench till the end of benching, the very end, we do that on Shabbos also. Even though there's a lot of Gashmias there. I met a couple of people over the years who decided that during the week they learned the Chaim Berlin even though they didn't. Uh, I just mentioned Chaim Berlin because they follow the grow often. They only benched Hayek Hasreinos. He decided, busy day, Chaim Berliners can't be wrong on that issue. I'm not doing Chaim Berlin. It's like, Minigah, they grow up. Shabbos, they benched the whole thing. I said, oh no, <laughs> you can't do that. That's upside down. If you don't say it during the week, it's not David's Bracha to you, and therefore you not the regular nusuch, <laughs> so you can't say it on Shabbos. So he says, no, Shabbos, I have more time. I said, you'll learn more. So we do have more time. You can't ask for Gashmias unless that's the standard tefillah. Many places can hold, you can ask for Ruchnias. So not a double Muslim, but enough to rely on a people have a hergush. It's Shabbos, and they want to ask for Ruchnias. Shabbos is a time to maximize your learning. You have more time to learn. You want to have a short tefillah to ask, uh, please give me a slach in my learning. Not going to say official atachainen. So, mutter, and if you feel that'll help you, possibly even suggested. Somebody asked Rabbi Yoshev, I'll end with this. We know in Zmiris, and maybe I'll even give you a little homework. Are you allowed to discuss Shaduchim on Shabbos? They say, why not? Well, apparently it's a half minute not because the Mars to bring down Shochanach, brought down, they even brought down the Zmiris. That Lashadach Habonis is mutter because it could involve some allusions to money and deals and panasa. You can't, the Farish, talk out the exact amount of money and close the deal, but you could start discussing it because Mimsachas Havadabadavar is not usher when it comes to the Dvar Mitzvah and it's considered a Dvar Mitzvah. That's the Farish the Din. And somebody asked Rabbi Yashuv, can you daven for a Shidduch on Shabbos? Great question. The only thing that's better than the question is the answer. So you all know. <laughs> I guess a volunteer, but you know. Can you dive in? I think most people would have answered, of course. I can mamish talk shop. Talk like uh, not Rachel Bitzcha Katana. That's a bad expression to use over here. Maybe a good expression. I come out and I say, but we're trying to figure out, like, you know, what is he looking for? Support it. That's a mutter if you don't get into too many details. Can you dive in? Why not? You can mamish talk shop. But Yasha says, absolutely not. What's the sheikhs? 
There's an Isram Ipsuchas for Dabadov and Hilcha Shabbos, Dvercha Asurim, and Divir Shamayim is Mutter. This is a mitzvah. Davening for a Shidduch is a mitzvah also, but that's part of the Isser of Davening for your personal Tzrochim. Think about this for a moment. So, why is that? It's a mitzvah. Personal Tzrochim is money. Well, that's also a mitzvah if you spend it right. So Rabbi Yashav learns the reason they didn't have Regisbon Esther and Shabbos is because when people have Tzrochim and they ask, they're weighed down by their various Tzrochim and their problems. They're still looking for a Shidduch. They need more Panasa. They need a raise. And they're weighed down. That's not Shabbos material. So even though, yes, you can do lots of mitzvahs, and this in essence is a mitzvah, but it's also a bona fide human need. That's a regular tzrachim. But Rashi says you cannot daven for that on Shabbos, but you can handle the shidduch. Very interesting. I never understood. Herherim mutarim. Do you guys sing on Shabbos? You're giving me blank stares. What does that mean? There's a reason why, if you're thinking ahead of what I'm about to say, What's your home term? So it happens to be. So most people hold mutter. It means you're allowed to think about business. Is that a good idea on Shabbos? Very lousy idea. There are hundred chazals that say that Shabbos should come. It's like all your work is finished and you shouldn't think about it. And it's a rough thing. I've had people come over to me, good people, but they tell you, but they work hard during the week. And they told me that they're working on it. It's the first Shabbos, like at Shalashudis, they finally got the whole work week out of their head. And now they're going to enjoy it. It took 23 hours. Okay, so that's an Avaita, sometimes a little bit earlier. So if it pops into your head, you didn't do an Isser. Mutter over here does not mean Mutter Lechatchila. It means if it popped in your head, you didn't do an Isser. Because they didn't make a Gzeira on the Machshava, only the Deber. I think that's why Lashadach Abonis is in there, because... You could do, talk about the Shidduch, you can't talk about money, but you're going to start thinking about money. So, first he warned you, otherwise, why is it in the Zemr? The Zemirs are written by Hele Good Tzaddikim. He said, you can do a Dvar Mitzvah, Mitzvah Chazadabadabra doesn't part of Dvar Mitzvah. And if you start thinking too much about the money, which you certainly shouldn't discuss, there's no Avera. And if you're still in your work week, work on it and try to get out of your head. But Ruchrius, Shabbos, is for Aveda, it's for learning, it's for connecting to a Kosh Baruch Hu. If you need Seattle Shmaya on that, you can ask for it, and that's not a violation of this din. There happens to be, there are even more makeup by Yantif. Do you ever wonder? We have Rebbein Shalom Yantif by Tzadah Sefer that has a lot of Ruchnias and a lot of Gashmias in there. So Yantif already, we're a little more Makel. I'm trying to explain because it's more part of the Yantif description. We have the Rebbein Shalom Yantif, scary Chalimus. That's Gashmias. Why? Yantif. Roshani of Kippur? Even more, Roshan, the main focus is not the Echidim, it's uh, for Klaeson, the world order, but Yom Naram, certainly Yom Kippur. So I'll leave you with this. I'm not going to see you, many of you, before Yom Kippur. If Yom Kippur falls on Shabbos, we don't say Avina Malkana. Why? Because you can't say Bakashas. That's a steer to everything we just said. Yom Kippur is a time for Bakashas. So, Yom Chashuchan has one quick comment. He bavarns a lot of kashas. And he says, it's Yom Kippur, of course. The whole Yom Kippur, we're baking Bakashas. Answer is, of course, that's the Yom Kippur's form. A little bit Rosh Hashanah, a little bit Yantiv, not Shabbos as much, only Ruchnius. Lamaisa, to make a hecker that is still Shabbos, we leave it out until Neila. Pashtus is, that's the Territz. I was uh, told as a young man that no, it's really us or just that Neila, it's Sakhanas the Fashis, it's Pekul the Fashis, Yom Kippur. That's very nice, that's not the shot. <laughs> the shot is, 
certain Yantavim are all about the Bakashas. Mitzvah we should use the opportunities in all our Bakashas daily. Shabbos, planted a room to be Mako for the Ruchnias. Yantiv for Shani Yom Kippur. Baker, we should be Zechat to the Aveda again. The Tvilas connected Karbonus. The three weeks, the Tvilas should be pale for Gula for all of Klai Yisrael. So the damage can be undone and we should move on to much more positive territory in the Gula Shlema. Rabbi Viner, a very inspiring Russia on asking for guidance and begging for help. I'd like to remind them that we're not asking for guidance, but we are begging for help to sponsoring the Shiurim. Please call Egenshir Teira at 718 851 8651 or email ist at to have the for support for tonight's shares of Schuss. For Shlema, Bekara, for Peril, Esther, Baschava, Besoksha, Herbi, Israel. Rov Sefer, Amlavoda, Yishkoin, is available on the back table for $20. Chananja Ben Akashem, Rosagarish Bogle, Zakis, Sisholafi, Himmel, Tayyamish, Shanam, Alonai, Hofis, and Mansidka, Yagdal, Terevi, Yadir.